When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What's your name? I mean your real name. My Talk 1071 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. We tell the people what they need to hear. Hear. Dirt alert time. My Talk's quick update on celebrity and entertainment news at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Okay, sister, spill. Donna, you watching the. Hello. Everybody. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. And the one and only DJ Rock Lobster. Give me a beat. Okay. Give me a beat. <laughs> it's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. So there's a guy who has a wife. And Wait, a- let us guess. <laughs> okay. Tom Hanks. No, you'll never guess. You Adam. don't know him. No, his name is Mark. Thank you. Oh, Mark cool. Thorne. He's 42. He, oh, he, he has this obsession with music like you, Rocco. Okay. And he loves the Beatles. So he was taken aback when his wife, Lottie, bit into her lunchtime snack an apple. And there was a beetle inside. There was a beetle inside. <gasps> really? Not a beetle, but George Harrison's face. Wait a second. And she's not wrong. That is George Harrison in there. All right, let me look. He's here. a pit. George Harrison, the pit. Oh, my word. Right? I'll link this up. That's crazy. Wait a minute. How do I zoom? Oh, I got to zoom. Oh, wow. Isn't that cool? Oh, my. Everybody will get to see it. Wow. He's been obsessed with the Beatles since he was a teenager, and now he's opening up his own record store. And once his wife bit into that apple, he said, stop eating that immediately. Because he thinks it's a good omen for his business, which, of course, will stock the Beatles. Wow. That is really fascinating. I like it when people find things in things. Me too. Like you know? I like when you, uh, you know, see a tree that looks like the Virgin Mary. Yeah, it's always good. <laughs> always a good time. It's just fun. Come on, Rocco, you're a hipster. Well, how about that? That looks exactly like George Harrison. It's all right. Why? I don't understand. Why is the apple not rotting? It's very. It looks bright and clean as the day it was eaten. I think it's the day it was eaten. <laughs> oh, and so they were just all set to do a promotional shot in front See, of this record I knew store. It. This guy is on Fake. too many conspiracy theory blogs. 
Honestly. You think it's photoshopped? No, I don't know. You know what, Rocco? Just go with it, okay, man. Fine. Just be chill. Yeah, man. Some things that are <laughs> mainstream, problem. he just doesn't like that that many people have viewed it. So he hates it because it's mainstream and it wasn't found in a gutter somewhere and then unearthed for people to appreciate. It's He's being indie guy right now. I mean, does it really look like George Harrison? It does. Come on, lot. man. That's George Harrison right there. All right, I got it. I, it's up on the Don and Steve uh, show links page right now. So if you're listening, go to mytalk1071.com and look at it for yourself. Rocco, that looks exactly like that. Honestly, that might be George Harrison. <laughs> I think it is. And get it? Apple. Apple Records. In the 70s, everybody had long hair and a mustache. It could be anybody. No, that's George Harrison. Knock it off now. All right. Now, I do have some questions, to (laughs) Rocco's point, about how this person eats the apple. Right. Oh, maybe she has a splitter. Wait, are we being duped? Hang on. Yeah, probably, but who cares? It's a beautiful story. (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm zooming. You know, if you I put like salt on it, I think I it'll... Zoom. All right, what are you seeing? Too much of George Harrison. Too much of, like, a human face on this. Try not to see a human face and see <gasps> a pit. Well, I'll tell George Harrison to get out of the way, and maybe I will. <laughs> Crap, now I'm on Rocco's side. Oh, God, it you happens. guys. This is, like, this is what happens when people listen to Cobra. They're like, oh, isn't it so cool? We landed on the moon so many years ago. And three hours later, you leave the show unsure of anything. Dang it. <laughs> Damn. All right, it, I have another story. All right, this Rocco. Cute. Set your sights on this one now. Okay. Take it down. James Blunt, ever heard of him? Mm. No, it's been a while. I, I think he's a funny guy. I think he's like kind of a fun story. He's friends with um, Ed. And Is he the You're Beautiful guy? Yes, Steve. <laughs> Um, so to some people that song was torturous, like that Lewis Capaldi song. Oh, what is that? Oh Lewis yeah. Capaldi. You really hated oh, Lewis Capaldi. So I thought it was nice. No, Steve. That... It's better than James Blunt's. You're beautiful. Un- <laughs> True. Oh my gosh. You give me that Lewis Capaldi. I saw oh, I love this song. You're, oh, God. Oh, so she was on the subway. Well, if you want to start lyrically breaking down what Louis Capaldi sang in the song that you hate, I'm sure we could go tit for tat. What is his called? Oh, God. I know it used to really. Oh, so oh. good. Oh, Donna. So pretty. That is the nickelback of sappy love songs. All right, we'll get back to the Louis Capaldi thing, but so he knows that the song is on a lot of like most hated lists and things like that, right? So there were a bunch of protesters in New Zealand. I don't think that is this the one much better. Yeah, his voice is so much cooler, more interesting, his character. I don't think that's even the song. I think there's a worse one. Anyway, so there were a bunch of protesters uh, protesting outside New Zealand's parliament. And it was over vaccine mandates and related issues. So cops started playing stuff like the Macarena, Barry Manilow. He was trying to get them to disperse. You hear this a lot about judges, you know, making criminals listen to horrible music. 
So apparently James saw the story about it and said, hey, use one of my songs if this doesn't work. It backfired because the protesters started singing along. Want to hear it? Yeah. Hear it go. That's pretty great. But it's not necessarily because they liked it, because they were singing along to like other songs like Baby Shark. And oh, yeah. That sure. whole thing. They were just going yeah, with the flow. You're just getting the payoff for the songs that you know that you exactly. can do the call and response to. Exactly. Um, why don't we take a break here? All right. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Inventing Anna, why I think it picked up. Okay. Oh, and by the way, the, uh, the familiar face that appeared in episode four, the ER fans. Oh. And I'm not talking Elizabeth Reese. I'm talking about the medical drama Emergency Room that was on NBC in the 90s. I'll uh. tell you who. Plus, how are we all doing on Boba Fett? I finished it. Oh, no. Yes, time to play catch up. Uh, tell you what I thought they did right. That when we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. Oh, you know, I love being a dad, but between work work and kid work, it can be a little difficult to get a workout in. Well, Steve, I've got great news for you and all the other parents out there. The Y offers free child care with a family or dual membership. What? Yeah, you work out while your kids do fun activities and make new friends. Join the Y by February 28th and get $10 enrollment with 25% off dues through April. Join at YMCANorth.org. You said it, Donna. I'm on it. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo. Hey, Rocco, do you want to come to the dog park with us? Yeah, Rocco. Uh, when? Whatever. Maybe like in the next week or two. That'd be fun. All right. All right. Next week. Like next Wednesday. Sounds good. Thanks. See next. you there. Dude, on a hump day. Are there a lot of dogs humping each other at these parks, Donna? Not a lot, but it happens on occasion. My dog is usually the referee. Disgusting. He'll jump in and be like, all right, knock it off. He's like, uh, you know, what's the show? Oh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I think it's Donner. Who's like, hey, Rudolph, let's see you fly now. You're talking about the old claymation one? Yes. Is there another one? <laughs> I don't know. I you guess know, not. You guys don't watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Yeah. I mean, yes, we've seen it. It's and not every year. We don't watch it every year. For the reindeer games? Yeah. Thanks, okay. Rocco. I get it. All right. Christmas. Hashtag. Dog park. Noel. <laughs> Noel. <laughs> oh, gosh. And the movie Noel is where uh, Anna Kendrick... And Bill Hader, uh, I think, found love. They oh, co-star in that, which is available on Netflix. You guys wouldn't know it because you're both so dark when it comes to the freaking holidays that you don't really <laughs> celebrate or enjoy watching movies, Christmas movies. There's other things to do. Donna, what? Like what? I don't know. Wrap presents. More... What are you, Santa Claus? How many presents are you wrapping? Don't act like that takes up your December. You probably <laughs> There's probably 11 <laughs> gifts. That's like, I don't know, 30 minutes, Donna. Fine. Sorry. I have to trim the tree. Okay. And make the jerky. <laughs> I want surveillance in your house. I want I to watch you like you're on Big Brother. When I was vacuuming, I'm like, oh, Steve would love to see me vacuuming right now. Yeah. How long does it take you? How detail oriented are you when it comes to that? 
I finished Boba Fett last night. Rock, are you still watching? I'm only two in. I heard it ended poorly, but I bet it seems like you're excited about it. Really? You know, That's careful. What the Twitter audience Twitter thinks saying. everything ends poorly. I go sometimes and check Twitter after I've um, watched something just to see what Twitter says. They are negative Nellies, man. It was fun. It was great. I really liked it. Uh, the The second half of the of the Book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus reintroduces us to the Mandalorian, which is fun. And of course, Boba Fett. That makes sense because Boba Fett was introduced during the Mandalorian. So I think that there's a lot of fun uh, back and forth that you get there. There's sort of a couple episodes that just feel like they're fully Mandalorian episodes, which I quite liked. Um, but Luke Skywalker, I mean, they have Luke Skywalker at one point. The technology to pull off it looking like a young Luke Skywalker is truly remarkable. It's it's remarkable. It's not perfect. There might be a line of dialogue or two where you feel like the words don't match up with the mouth. But they're using that deep fake technology. Like, remember the deep fake Tom Cruise? Yeah, yeah. They use that kind of technology, and it is... Really, really remarkable. But uh, we liked it. We thought that it set up well for where things could go from here. It has you interested, and um, you get some good payoff for what you hope will be Mandalorian Season 3, I think, at some point later this year. Okay. I'm guessing that's going to be in the fall. Uh, I won't fall, be watching any of that. <sighs> what? Boba Fett or The I, Mandalorian Season 3? I don't think I'll watch either. See, what the hell, I, I think, think is my I'm question done. about you. I, I think I'm done with that. I'm done with um, the, the Mighty Ducks, and I'm done with uh, Cobra Kai. Why it's, do you quit on these things well, that you generally like, and then something happens to you? You get together probably with your like curmudgeon friends or something who no, make fun of it, and then you quit on it. What's going on? making fun of it. I'm not that impressionable. Um, I think I get the gist of it. And I'm okay with leaving things as they are. It, life can go on without me in the world of Cobra Kai. Donna, that's right up your alley. You would like Johnny. He's your type. <laughs> he doesn't treat people well always, but kind of has a good heart, likes to get in fights. This is your. This is who you're searching for on Tinder. Yeah, but there's other stuff to watch. There's so many other great shows. Thanks. Bums me out. Now tell you me just about... sent me something the other day that made me say, oh, man, did you quit on that, too? Oh, what was it? Forget now. I'm trying to find it. I will finish I Inventing it. Anna. I'll finish that. Do you mean it? Save the tape. I mean it. I will finish it. Four episodes. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
Jane, I thought the fourth episode, the first three were not sleepy. They were good. They were like a good minus. They weren't great. I wanted more teeth. I wanted to be wondering what happens next or see some bigger things getting pulled off. I wanted more drama and less of the camp. Less of the music that makes it sound cheesy. Which is weird. I didn't pick up on any of that. Oh, God, Steve, it's very much like that. Yeah, it's... I didn't didn't pick up on it. It felt slick Shonda Rhimes, sort of the, the a Shonda Rhimes. She's kind of that way, though. If you watched, um, oh, God, what, what's the period piece that everybody was Bridgerton. watching? Yeah, that's kind of also got that same kind of camp to it. Which is fine. It's you know that's that's a style. I get it. But for this for this story, it just feels so so serious to me, and I want it to remain that way. Huh. Well, I tell you who I liked. Who was in episode four? Okay. Do you uh, remember? We haven't seen him much, really. Anthony Edwards from ER. Love Anthony Edwards. Great well, actor. You'll, you'll love episode four. Great. He plays a prominent role in episode four. <clears throat> I don't know if, uh, what I haven't seen episode five, so I don't know who comes, who goes, and all of that. But it was nice to see him on the screen again. Uh, and he, he is a great actor, and it was an interesting character. And then you start to see some more of the heightened, shysty things that she's pulling off. The, the power of persuasion that she had over people by just being really persistent with the lie, her foundational lie of who she is and where she comes from. And man, you think on paper, how could you ever convince someone to lend you, oh, I don't know, $40 million for a project? And then you go through episode four and they start pointing in different directions and you're like, I guess I could see, yeah, I guess. And then if that happened, you know what, because here's what we realized in hindsight or being outsiders we look and we have many of the details and think how could you fall for something like that Mm -hmm. but how many times in your real life have you been approached by anyone Mm -hmm. and ever asked them to prove it what they say to you about their past good point about their career about their family never you would feel so indecent to do that now i understand you might say but what about when there's 40 million dollars on the line well we find out some of the great lengths that anna goes to in order to keep the, the charade going, up. Yeah. And it's rather interesting. It also reminds me of that oh, Theranos woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, like it's almost like they believe what they're selling you. I think the Theranos lady, there was a bit more of her believing. I feel like Anna knew. Anna Delvey knew. Right? But I don't know. That's That's how the story plays out. A newspaper reporter questioning her in prison saying, what's really going on? What's What am I missing? So the story doesn't seem so shady against you. Let's play a game. All right. That's uh, Inventing Anna, by the way, on Netflix. 651-641-1071. College of Pop Culture Knowledge is next. Call now. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You guys Hello. ready? Hello. It's time time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Oh, yeah. I want to see how smart you are. Donna's from... Jersey Steve's from 
Pennsylvania. Yay. I'm from Minnesota, but my wife's from Wisconsin, and we're going to celebrate Wisconsin today because according to uh, some website I went to today, it's Wisconsin Day. I love it. Wow. We have a lot of listeners from Wisconsin. I wonder if uh, the caller on the phone, Christy, has uh, Wisconsin roots. Let's find out. Hi, Christy. Hi. Hey. How are you? Hey. Good. How are you? Really good. When's the last time that you were in Wisconsin? Uh... Like a month ago, I we had a gymnastics meet in Wisconsin. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Wonderful. That, yeah. Uh, what are you doing after this? Before you choose who you're going to play with, we'd like to feel you out a little bit to make sure that you're trustworthy and not a con artist. Um, what's happening <laughs> with you after you play this game? I'm not, nothing. Just I'll just be working still at home. What do you do? You're being coy. I'm just working on some uh, soccer stuff. I work for our soccer club. Oh, wonderful. Steve, leave her alone, man. No, look, now, (laughs) listen, Christy was just uh, white noise on the radio two minutes ago. Now we've dug deep. People know her. They found points of connection. Uh, Well, you might know me. I sent in a video when we were supposed to do the impersonation. I'm the one that was Donna that fell off the chair. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do remember that. Oh, that was great when Donna fell off of a chair to live broadcast and Christy sent in a uh, (laughs) an actual representation of that. Her own inspiration. Oh, that was great. Way to go, Christy. We know you, we love you. (laughs) Uh, now with that, who would you like to team up with? Again, the topic is Wisconsin in pop culture. Donna or Steve? I get, I mean, I don't, um, usually I go with Donna. I'll go with Steve this time. Thank okay. you very much. Okay. I'm going to go get a piece of candy. Bye, Donna. Bye now. Okay. Already Donna's out of there. Now we're ready. All right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, I found a handful of movies um, that uh, have a, you know, a quote in the movie, uh, in the script that mentions Wisconsin. Oh, wonderful. Uh, and I've got three of them and I even got a fourth one in case there's a tie. So, uh, so I won't play the timer or the buzzer or anything. I'll just let these things play out, I guess. Uh, let's start with this one. This one's from 1981. Can you name this movie? Slovakia. We zip in. We pick them up. We zip right out again. We're not going to Moscow. It's Czechoslovakia. It's like going into Wisconsin. Well, I got the shit kicked out of me in Wisconsin once. <sighs> oh, man. Let's do um, Animal House. Okay, let's do this one from 2004. Baxter, is that you? Baxter, bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> that is, uh, that's Anchorman. Okay, and let's do this Milwaukee. one from 1992. So, do you come to Milwaukee often? Well, I'm a regular visitor here, but Milwaukee has certainly had its share of visitors. The French missionaries and explorers were coming here as early as the late 1600s to trade with the Native Americans. In fact, isn't Milwaukee an Indian name? Yes, Pete, it is. Actually, it's pronounced Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good land. I was not aware of that. I think one of the most interesting aspects of Milwaukee is the fact that it's the only major American city to have ever elected three socialist mayors. Does this guy know how to party or what? I am going to go Wayne's World for okay. that. Um, I, the first one I really spaced on. Uh, let's bring in Christy. Christy. 
Uh, can we give again. Christy it again one yes, more time? This Listen is up, from Christy. 1981, and it goes like this. Slovakia, we zip in. We pick them up, we zip right out again. We're not going to Moscow. It's Czechoslovakia. It's like going into Wisconsin. Well, I got the shit kicked out of me in Wisconsin once. In Ghostbusters I... Animal House? What is this? I'll give you yeah, a I clue. Don't know. I'll give you a clue. I'll give Donna the same clue. Okay. The director of this film uh, died just this week. I'm going to say Ghostbusters. That's going to be Ghostbusters. Ivan Reitman passed away. Um, we're going to lock oh. that in as our final answer. How do you feel about it, Christy? I feel good. I 81 feel feels like early for that. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm. We have to mm. go with it, though. Donna's not going to win. Okay, uh, okay we're going to stop Donna. there. Here she Bring Donna in. Donna? I'm in. What's up? Hi. Hi, guys. How'd it go? Pretty good. It took a while because what I'm doing, I'm playing um, clips from movies. Oh. Movies where there's a quote within the script, the screenplay, as they say, about Wisconsin or maybe cities in Wisconsin. Oh, no. Uh, We'll start with this one. This one's from 1981. And I gave Steve a hint. Um, the director of this movie died just this week. Here it goes. Slovakia, we zip in. We pick them up, we zip right out again. We're not going to Moscow. It's Czechoslovakia. It's like going into Wisconsin. Well, I got the shit kicked out of me in Wisconsin once. Oh, man. Well, that's Ivan Reitman, right, is who the director is. And I want to say that that was not Ghostbusters, but it was Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I said, Donna. This I one's can't from think of anything uh, else. This one's from 2004. Baxter? Is that you? Baxter! Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> oh, oh! That sounded like Robin Williams. Nailed it. <laughs> it did. It sounded like Robin Williams. I was encouraging you. Okay. I'm going to say Baxter. Baxter, is that what year? 2004. Oh, no. Patch Adams? Mm, <laughs> Isle of the Dogs. Oh, that, I, don't, okay. I don't know. I don't know. These are hard. Well, you got it. Okay. Anyways. All right. All right. Uh, finally, this one from 1992. Just fun fact. Um, the character that does most of the talking is rock star Alice Cooper. So, do you come to Milwaukee often? <laughs> well, I'm a regular visitor here, but Milwaukee has certainly had its share of visitors. That is, uh, the, the French Wayne missionaries and, and explorers movie, were coming Wayne's here as early as the late 1600s okay. to trade with the Well, you guys did okay, but one did better than the other. Mm. Uh, Christy mm. might be the winner of oh. a t-shirt. Uh, the first one, 1981, I'll play it because it was short. Yeah, we zip in, we pick them up, we zip right out again. We're not going to Moscow, it's Czechoslovakia, it's like going into Wisconsin. That is Bill Murray. Uh, in stripes. Ah, oh, I almost guessed yes. that for the second one. <laughs> yeah. Second one, I'll play that. That's short right. <clears throat> Baxter, is that you? Baxter, bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. Uh, that's Anchorman. Uh, that was Will Ferrell's voice. And now that I think about it, when I said you both did well, I was totally wrong because Donna got zero. Right, I knew. No, actually, Donna got nice. one. She got Wayne's World. Oh, uh, that was the third one. Wayne's World. That was Gar. That was Wayne talking to Alice Cooper backstage at his concert in Milwaukee. So Steve got two, Donna got one, Christy gets a T-shirt. Way to go, Christy! Hey. Woo! Want to do the tiebreaker hey. for fun? 
Yeah, let's do the tie yeah, version. And then I'm going to fall off my chair. This one's from 1997. <laughs> How cold? Freezing. Maybe a couple degrees over. Come on. You ever, uh, mm. ever been to Wisconsin? They're on the deck of a ship. Well, they have yes. some of the coldest winters around. Steve. I grew Steve. up there near Chicago Overboard. Falls. Titanic. Titanic. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. He's from Wisconsin. Yes, and there's kind of a glitch in that movie because he says he used to do ice fishing on Lake Wissota in Chippewa Falls, but the truth is Lake Wissota is a man-made lake that wasn't made until, like, the 40s or something. Oh, so it that's fun. It could have happened. Interesting. And my fun fact about Titanic is it was available on two VHSs when I was younger. And I've only ever seen the second VHS, and it is tragic. That's the one to a see. A real depressing, um, wow, what yeah, a pain Yeah, that's train. the one to see. Oh, horrible. Of course you would want to see that one. Well, I mean, that's where all the action happens. Oh. You don't want to see the love story and him painting her, sketching her naked and all that stuff. Okay. I kind of forgot that our hero, Mayor of Easttown, was the lead in that movie. Oh, yes. really? Yes, mm-hmm. Mayor. And I was wrong. Uh, Lake Wissota was uh, built in 1916, just four years after the Titanic sank. So there you go. Bye. Okay, oh, but okay, still yes. inaccurate. Uh, Christy, way to go. You just won. We hope that you enjoy the rest of your day with all of your work towards soccer. See, we all know her better now. We love you. Thank you and for listening. And gymnastics. She's into and the gymnastics, gymnastics lifestyle, too. Wow. too. Oh, yeah. She's doing it all. Wow. Yeah. I that's... feel like an underachiever now. <laughs> better you say it. <laughs> Thank you, Christy. Hey, avocado prices are going to be going up. I guess we just banned avocados from Mexico. Oh, what about, wait, what about, isn't there the song avocados from Mexico? Yeah. In fact, I think there was a commercial uh, during the Super Bowl, and that's too bad because, first of all, avocados are expensive to begin with. May I just say that? Queen. But Mexican avocado imports have been suspended by the U.S. government. Have you ever heard of it? And that is, uh, I think it has to do with some deaths. Don't eat oh. them. Oh. Um, we need more details there. Well, they hit record highs. They're 100% more expensive than they were a year ago. And uh, so there's an inventory situation. And uh, (laughs) there was something that had to do with death. Wow, no more avocados until further notice. What do you mean? Just from Mexico. Right. Oh, there was a death threat against government officials. That's what it was. Yes. Not from eating avocados. That's right. a good... So eat your avocados. Yeah, we need to really uh, clarify Sorry that. about that, guys. <laughs> Did you watch the Super Bowl commercial about avocados? No, but I was just saying that there was a big one, and now yeah. they're... Andy yeah. Richter played Caesar, and he made a joke about Caesar salads. It was hilarious. <laughs> but there's no <laughs> avocado in Caesar salad. Well, he said, he said hey, they go, good, they go good on salads, too. I just love salads. That was the joke. Mm-hmm. Again, to be clear, no one dying from eating avocados. No. 
there was a death threat against a government official regarding probably the trade and pricing and all that kind of stuff. So the trade has been suspended. Bye. <laughs> I feel like this is a good time to say bye. How about this? Okay. Let us take a quick break. Uh, <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> Let's take a break. Jack Black, I love Jack Black. Do you know that there is a, uh, God rest her soul, an actress who he attributes his success to? And it seems totally random, but it's a pretty cool story. And this is actually from the new oh Bob Odenkirk memoir that is coming out. This is an excerpt from that. So a little uh, behind-the-scenes Hollywood story. That one we return, Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Donna and Steve on My Talk. 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Producer DJ Rock Lobster. Steve, let's workshop this right now on the air. I love doing this stuff. What? I think we are going to put the Garys to rest. Oh my gosh, we've talked about this for a while. Are you sure? Because I know you are you you brought Garys back, and so you need to be the one who leads the way. So on the Garys this. are now the the name Gary has been restored, <laughs> yep. from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. Based on a lot of commercials with characters named Gary. Et all. <laughs> oh, nice use of that out loud. So what if we did? How many clomps do you give it? I'm okay with this. Two out of four clomps. Now, what are we going to do when they yank Rocco away from us? <laughs> well, then we'll change it. Okay. Because remember... We, we have whiplash on this show. Emotional whiplash. Oh, yeah. We had Ryan Perpich for a couple of years. He now works in the newsroom. We had I Am Grant. Then he got kidnapped <laughs> by Lori and Julia. And we believe, emotionally, he's not doing well. I haven't asked <laughs> him that assume. point blank, but I think that's safe to assume. Yeah. I asked him to blink twice yesterday <laughs> if he needed help. It appeared that he did. He started blinking a whole lot. And then we got DJ Rock Lobster, but this isn't going to last, right? No. They know that we're emotionally strong and that we don't feel abandoned. So I'd be willing to go to Clomp. Do you think that, here's, what, here's the question to ask is, do you think that Clomp will outlive Rocco's tenure on the show? Like if he left tomorrow, would we still feel comfortable saying how many Clomps on Clomp Clomp? No, but I think we could use it as a temporary placeholder. Okay. So, Rocco, since yeah. we have you here, and since you come up with all of these sound effects, we're going to need a full clomp scale. Zero clomps, one clomp, all the way up to five. Okay, zero to five clomps. And then yeah, if you yeah. make it to Christmas, we'll need Christmas clomps. Christmas clomps. <laughs> Merry clomps. Halloween scary clomps. <laughs> yes. Ooh, one scary clomp. I do like that. I, I, like, the, I like clomp. I, I'm good with this. Okay. Clomp, clomp. Yeah, clomp it up. All right. Boy, we sound like idiots most of the time. Oh, for sure. Hey, as long as we're workshopping stuff. Sure. I know you guys are about to talk about uh, Jack Black. Love him. I got a uh, a text from a listener yesterday. Uh, 
Instagram direct message. I don't know if that's allowed. Nice, bro. But um, she said, hey, I have a new idea for an opening theme for you guys. Instead of uh, Big and Rich, it's Tenacious D, Jack Black's band, and it's only a minute long. Do you want to hear it? Sure. It's called To Be the Best. Okay. And it goes like this. I like it. Wait a minute. To feel the high, we got to learn to fly. We got to take it to the sky on the wings of an eagle. I don't know. You know, listen, I love Jack Black. I used to play the greatest song in the world, which is a famous Tenacious D song. Yes. Uh, very fun. I don't know that we want to come in with that. I actually would make the suggestion, as we've received a lot of love for our intro song, uh, Big and Rich, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster, is there a chance? Now, we're not an afternoon drive show, nor are we the morning drive show, and we are aware of our midday positioning. That being said, it'd be nice if every hour kicked off with that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because I think that's what the morning show does. Let's hear it for the boy at the beginning of every hour. Oh, that's true. Loje has Love is the Law at the beginning of every hour. It'd be kind of nice. And I hear that Cobra... Kalina Bradley Show, which of course follows us 12 to 3, I hear that they have been efforting. Did I hear this right in a promo that they're efforting for a theme song? Did it make its way to you, Rocco? I don't know if I've heard it. I remember they used to always play We Found Love in a Hopeless Place. That's right. And then I think uh, B. Arthur put the kibosh on it and said only Lori and Julie get a theme song. Oh, is that right? Oh, Jason. But anyways, you know. Donna, Donna. Well, we do have Country Roads at the end, <laughs> our updated version. Can I hear the updated version uh, yeah. from the very top? Um, yeah, let me... Uh, I'm looking at this picture there. of Jack Black, by the way. Um, wait until you hear how iconic actress, Academy Award winning Anne Bancroft helped his career. Oh, that's Mrs. Mel Brooks. Indeed it is. Yes, uh, she passed in 2005. Here is Take Me Home Country Roads from the top. No! <laughs> We're not ending the show with this. <laughs> it feels fitting. Because this is, if I had to describe in a song how the shows went for the week. <laughs> That's how I would wrap it up. It is pretty accurate, but no. <laughs> oh my God. There's a anyway. in the back. <laughs> Oh, get this. Um, Bob Odenkirk has a memoir of Better Call Saul, of course, has an upcoming memoir coming out called Comedy, 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 Drama. This on page six today. And he says he once asked uh, asked Jack Black how he exhibited so much confidence on stage, especially when he was unknown. And Jack Black said it was bleeping and Bancroft. So here's what happened. Um, he went to school with Max, of course, the, the son of uh, Mel Brooks and Ann Bancroft. They went to the same L.A. high school called Crossroads. So Jack Black said, we did a production of The Miracle Worker that Ann Bancroft was in the original movie of yes. and won an Oscar for. Yeah. So she came to the show, even though Max wasn't in the show. And Jack Black telling Bob Odenkirk all of this. But she knew that we were doing this play. She knew the author. And she came out, gave us a little pep talk before the show. 
And uh, he went on to say that he returned home to find a message on his phone's answering machine from Ann Bancroft. He said, it's a tape that I played hundreds of times. She said, Jack, born to do it. You were born to do it. And it just meant so much to Jack Black. So he just took her words of encouragement, her words of affirmation, remembered that before he would go on stage, and it allowed him receiving that word of encouragement from an Academy Award winner. That's amazing. To be fueled with confidence, own the stage. That's great. And he does. And he does. He definitely does. I love Jack Black. I find him so funny and likable. Watch the holiday. He's great in it. Yeah, he is. He's really sweet in it. Um, I have a confession to make. 45 seconds. I think I might be wearing a pajama top today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the material of the top I'm wearing, and I'm like, I think I'm wearing PJs. Just spit my water <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm going to go in and talk to Rocco and see if he can determine whether or not. I think I accidentally once wore what I thought was a fashionable tank top, and TCL co-workers were convinced it was a woman's nighty. so no judgment from me, boo. I've also bought a shirt that I thought complemented my figure, only to find out weeks later that it was a maternity top for a woman who's like about to give birth any second.